0: Would you bow your hands and join me in a word of prayer? Oh, Lord, thank you for this time of worship, Lord, and praise. We thank you, Lord, for sustaining us this week, Lord. Maybe there's some of us that are coming in and maybe on our last straw. Lord, would you speak to our hearts? Lord. Lord, would you love on them? And Lord, we thank you for your word that is living, that is true yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord. So be with us. Pray that we would receive all that you have for us this morning in your Word. Thank you for this time together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good morning and welcome. You can be seated. I want to welcome those of you that are joining us online. Before we jump in, I want to you a couple of quick updates the first of which is concerning maui as you know pastor steve santos of calvary chapel west side in lahain is a dear friend of mine and uh, we talk all the time and uh, we're hoping to have him and his wife kim here early march and lord willing and if we're still here we're going to schedule another thursday night together like we did the last time and it's tentatively set for thursday march 7th you might want to mark your calendars uh, for march 7th also i'm hoping to provide you with a more detailed update of what's happening next sunday Uh, there's so much please pray Uh, so many have long forgotten about maui AND uh, I WOULD JUST IMPLORE YOU TO AS OFTEN AS THE LORD REMINDS YOU TO PRAY FOR THE PEOPLE OF Lahaina. SO um, STEVE HAS BEEN IN CONTACT WITH ME AND PROVIDED ME WITH UPDATES ON MANY THINGS AND I'M HOPING LORD WILLING TO SHARE THAT WITH YOU AS EARLY AS NEXT WEEK. SECONDLY, WE'RE CONTINUING OUR ONGOING MISSIONS OUTREACH TO BOTH THE JEWS AND THE ARABS IN ISRAEL AND I'M ALSO Hoping to update you on this as well, as soon as I'm able. Uh, Lastly, Teresa's Celebration of Life is going to be here at the church on Saturday, February 3rd. You might want to mark your calendars for that as well. I would advise you to get here early. Uh, It's going to begin at 10.55 a.m. and then it will be followed by the graveside service at Mililani Memorial at 2.30 p.m. SO THAT'S COMING UP FEBRUARY 3RD, COUPLE WEEKS uh, ALREADY, (laughs) SO IT'LL BE HERE BEFORE WE KNOW IT. AND THAT'S ANOTHER THING TOO, PLEASE DO PRAY FOR THAT OHANA, THE CHILDREN, THAT SITUATION. ALL RIGHT, THIS IS THE FIRST OF OUR TWO SERVICES ON SUNDAY MORNING, WHICH IS THE PROPHECY UPDATE. WE'VE BEEN DOING THIS WEEKLY FOR MANY, MANY YEARS. And then second service will be live streamed at 1115 AM Hawaii Standard Time. That is the sermon. It's a verse by verse study through the Bible. We're currently in the book of Jude. Uh, We started it last week. We got all the way from verse 1 through verse 1. And we're making progress because today we're going to make it all the way from verse 2 through verse 2. So that'll be at 1115 a.m. And we're going to look at how that God not only adds but multiplies. He multiplies His blessings upon us and does so exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we could ever imagine or ever ask. And we're also going to look at Why and what? And that's all I'm going to say, for now anyway. For those of you that are watching by way of YouTube or Facebook, we'd encourage you to go directly to the website at jdfarag.org. There you will find the uncensored and uninterrupted entirety of today's update as only the first part is streamed on those platforms. All right, let's get to it. You like the picture I chose? Doubtless, many of you have heard from your children and or have yourself as children asked this question of, are we there yet? And the question can be incessant as the child pesters their parents wanting to know how much longer is it going to be? And of course, the reason is that there's such an excitement in anticipating arriving at the final destination, which can never come soon enough. Thus, the question are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Well, many of us are like that child, childlike, as a child of God, asking the question of our we there yet. And we know we must be close as we seem to be heading speedily in the direction to our final destination, which actually only adds to our excitement. So what do we do? We ask our Heavenly Father, who's driving? Abba, Baba, Daddy? Are we there yet? And His response almost. will be there before you know it. Of course, what I'm speaking of is the anticipation and excitement of the pre-tribulation rapture of the church and how close we are to our final destination, the pre-tribulation rapture of the church. Are we there yet? We're so close and we're so excited. Now, there's always a point in any illustration or analogy where it kind of breaks down a little bit and such is the case here because never imagine our heavenly father just you know responding with an irritation you know you just you just asked me we're not there yet stop asking me are we there yet never imagine our heaven we say that to our children But God will never say that. In fact, it's really the opposite. He will in no way try to pacify us, or worse yet, get us to stop asking Him. No, He wants us to ask Him, because there is a crown in store for those who long for, are excited for, are watching for, anticipating His appearing when that trumpet sounds and the church of Jesus Christ is raptured. So he answers the question lovingly always because it's true. We are almost there and we just need to hang in there. We'll be there before we know it. You can keep asking. That's a good thing. There are many, many more, but we'll look at just four of the reasons as to why it is that we're truly almost there. And I hope you hear my heart when I say this. I truly believe this with all of my heart. This is why I get up here every week and yell at you and spit on everybody in the front row. We're so close. I truly believe with all my heart we're almost there. Are we there yet? Almost. Actually, I'm going to take it a little bit further at the conclusion. I don't want to get ahead of myself. But four reasons. And they're not in any particular order. But the four reasons just so happen to be in the form of an acrostic. You know what an acrostic is? Many of the Psalms are written in acrostic form. So the acrostic is peep, as in chirp or squeak. As in another childhood saying, only this time from the parent to the child, I don't want to hear a peep out of you. That's the acronym, PEEP, P-E-E-P. Except we're actually not just going to make a peep or hear a peep with our peep acrostic. We're going to hear a very loud peep, as we're about to see. A loud peep politically, a loud peep economically, a loud peep environmentally, and a very loud peep personally, all of which point to our soon arrival, or better said, our soon departure in the rapture. So how am I doing so far? Okay, are we good? All right. I think I'd be grossly remiss were I not to lay a scriptural foundation with several prophecies in the Bible starting with Revelation chapter 13 verse 7 in the arena politically. We're told it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and authority was given him over, listen, every tribe, tongue, and nation, every nation on earth, geopolitically, will be under His authority, politically, economically. This is well known. I'll read it. Revelation 13, beginning in verse 15, He was given power to give breath to the image of the first beast. That's interesting so that it could speak and cause, or as some of your translations render it, forced. It's an interesting word in the Hebrew. All who refused to worship the image to be killed. He also, verse 16, forced everyone, caused everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on his right hand or on his forehead, so that no one could buy or sell unless he had the mark, which is the name of the beast, or the number of his name. This calls for wisdom. If anyone has insight, let him calculate the number of the beast, for it is a man's number. His number is 666. Let's move from economically to environmentally. Revelation 11 verse 18, notice the nations again were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. Romans 1, verse 25, they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. In other words, creation, not the creator, is worshipped. Romans 8, I'll begin reading in verse 19. For the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans, you gotta growl when you say groans, and labors with birth pangs together until now. Let's go from environmentally to, lastly, personally, in Revelation chapter 14. I'll begin reading in verse 9. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name, doomed, damned forever and ever, all eternity. Should I ask you again how you're doing now? That's what I thought. These four reasons collectively are, if you will, evidence of just how close we are to the rapture. So the question of, are we there yet, oh, we're so close. And here's why. These four reasons, again, there are many more than these four, but these are the reasons why we are so close, we are almost there. I'll start with the first reason we're almost there, and it's because of what's now happening politically, especially with 2024 being an election year. Because we did a, I'll call it a daring deep dive, it wasn't just a deep dive, it was a daring deep dive into the political arena last week, I'll just reiterate, that today's political arena is political theater. Please stay with me and hear me out. By political theater, I mean the two sides of the political aisle are actually two wings on the phoenix rising from the ashes of confusion and chaos to bring order. It's order out of chaos and darkness to light, but it's a false light. If I'm not mistaken, Lucifer, Satan, appears as an angel of light. In fact, that's what Lucifer means, light bearer. Lucifer to illuminate, lumens, light. For evidence of this, one need look no further than to this introductory video on the website of a business organization, also known as an aggregator, who collates the details of an individual's financial affairs so that the information can be presented on a single website. In this case, it's a website called TwintowerCity.com, which is a digital, digital, (laughs) let me try to not marry those two words together, digital collectible, you can say digitable if you want, is promoting Trump as saving billions vis-a-vis Operation Warp Speed, thus defeating darkness I'm going to share with you some screenshots and associated quotes from the video. It starts off with an image of Trump as the forces of light, and it then shows an image of Obama who they face, quote unquote, as, quote, a sinister dark cabal. You see what's going on here? We have, you can't have the light without the dark. You can't have the dark without the light. We need the good to defeat the evil, but that's not what it is. It's the evil defeating evil. No, but it's light. No, it's a false light. It's Satan appearing as an angel of light. And here he is to save the day, save the country at least. Well, it gets better. Pictured here are the 17, hang on for a second, I have to expound on the number 17. There are 17 sustainable development goals in Agenda 2030, which we're going to talk about later. 17, you might remember, was the number of Q, as in QAnon. I did an update in 2020 about the deception of Q. Yeah, but they quote scriptures. I know. Satan knows the scriptures better than you ever will, and me too. So, wow, what a coincidence. 17, it's not a coincidence. This is demonic. This is satanic. And it's deceptive and it's confusing because, yeah, good, light, defeat, bad, dark, evil. Well, who's the bad guys? Oh, we got 17 dark warriors wielding 17 dark items. Now, this is a digital game. And by the way, for those of you that don't know about NFTS, I butchered that acronym. It's non-fungible tokens where you sell things digitally that actually don't even exist for big bucks. It's all digital currency, cryptocurrency, using blockchain technology, which we'll talk about in a moment. This is a whole other world. It's all part of the whole virtual reality. (laughs) I shouldn't have gone there. That's another update for another time. But this is Yuval Harari saying, we're just going to give them drugs and video games, and they're going to live in a virtual world, these useless people. Did you know that you're useless people? (laughs) Well, we won't be here to be useless people. So 17 dark warriors wielding 17 dark items. And look at these images. Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein, George Soros. And then it's followed by cards with 9-11. Hmm. Hmm. And the so-called... I'm not going to say the word yet, among others, bad, evil, dark. Wait, that's so confusing because I thought he was the father of the, I won't say it yet. In fact, he got visibly angry when he did not, quote, get enough credit for being the father of the, I won't say it yet. Curiously and conveniently, there are 17 light warriors wielding 17 light items. The images, of course, Elon Musk, Melania Trump, yeah, Rudy Giuliani, and let's not forget Michael Flynn. I did an update, and I'll tell you. I I don't know. Well, I'm going to talk about it in a moment. I had video documents verbatim of Michael Flynn praying a prayer that was channeled through a new age witch verbatim, verbatim. And here's these Christians in this massive auditorium, tens of thousands of people chanting it, repeating it after him. It is satanic. And Christians are like, yeah, it's the light. Beat up the bad guys. Light over darkness. Good over evil. If I'm going to get through this, I better stop doing this. So look at the cards too. We've got a man kneeling before a Christian cross. Oh, they're Christians. Please don't be so stupid. By the way, stupid's in the Bible. That's my story and I'm sticking with it. Don't be so naive. Don't be so gullible. Oh, look, they got a fish on the back of their car. What if I told you and this is many years ago, that there were ruthless businessmen that would put a fish in their advertising of their business just so they could get the Christian's business because the Christian comes in, their guard is down, their sheep to the slaughter, and they got another one. And they don't just shear them, they skin them. Take advantage of them. And so they're so gullible. They're like, oh, you're a Christian? Oh, praise the Lord. And they know the language, by the way. And so they take advantage of you. And here you thought innocently, naively, that you were dealing with a Christian in that business context, only to find out that they were making merchandise of you and laughing all the way to the bank. One last thing on that. I just... Let me have it. Let me get it off my chest. I'm learning over the years that, sadly, and I've started up businesses, sold them, planted churches. And i got to tell you whether in the arena of the secular or the arena of the sacred, there are many times I would rather do business with the non-Christian and one of those reasons is because how am I going to be salt and light if I only do business with Christians? Uh, how am I going to how many people are won to Christ because of a business transaction or a business relationship? Anyway, I digress. Thank you for letting me have that. I feel much better now. You probably don't, but that's all right. So look at these 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 images on these Playing cards, digital playing cards, a Christian cross, a man kneeling before it, and an image with Romans 8:28 on it? Oh, they've got to be Christians. Here's a screenshot towards the end of the video that states, and I quote, At what stage in the game do you play the trump card? Translate it, it's all a game. And the masses are being played. If I could be so candid, this is why it is that I don't have permission from the Lord to ever be bashful when it comes to speaking the truth about politics. It may be the unpopular truth, but it's the truth nonetheless, and the sooner Christians come to terms with this truth, the better. Simply put, they are all actors and they are all following a script. And the fact of the matter is many Christians believe that this reality show is reality. It's not. It's all theater, and you're being played. Whenever I have because I don't have permission from the Lord to just kind of soften it up or water it down. Whenever I speak the truth in love because of love, I mean I know what's coming. I'm going to be excoriated. In fact, I already have written the reply or the comment or the email that we're going to get. In fact, I write the the excoriating emails better than the people who sent them. I already know what they're going to say. And I've been labeled as having what's been dubbed Trump derangement syndrome, which is interesting in and of itself. And I'm called a Trump basher and a Trump hater. And this was all just last week. How was your week? Conversely, and I want you to hear me, there was a very eerie, conspicuous absence and deafening silence of literally even one mention concerning my mention of Barack Obama in the same update last week. Hmm. I was yet again falsely accused of supporting Biden and leaning left, none of which are based in anything that even remotely resembles reality. So now you're asking the question of, why in the world am I bringing it up? Why am I talking about this again this week? Why can't I just let it go, had somebody say, can you just let it go? NO! Here's why I can't let it go. The closer we get, the worse the political theater w- will get. And as the saying goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just let like that. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. You thought it was bad before? <laughs> Wow. Season two is going to be wow. (laughs) Suffice it to say, confusion, deception, and by extension, division abounds. We talked about this last week. Jesus said a house divided cannot stand. Satan knows that. So how's he going to get that house to fall? Divide it. The saying is, united we stand, divided we fall. It's textbook, Divide and Conquer. And this is the mechanism that Satan uses. And the lead up to it is to create confusion, chaos. And then what ensues is always what ensues, and that's division. And then once he can divide, can I just ask you rhetorically, are we divided over politics? Come on. He did it. And this is how. This is what he intended to do in and for the end. This was the end game. Get him so confused, so deceived, that they'll be so divided, and I got him. And that's where we are. But God, as only He can, has taken that which is intended for evil and is working it for the good in the salvation of many this day. Be that as it may, I will continue to pray that eyes will be open to see and ears will be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church today in this the very last day. Here's the takeaway. We're almost there by virtue of the profound confusion, strong delusion, and powerful deception politically in this, the last hour, Second Thessalonians 2. This brings us to the second reason we're almost there, and it has to do with the worldwide controlled demolition economically. AGAIN, BECAUSE WE'VE COVERED THIS IN DEPTH OVER THE YEARS AND PRIOR UPDATES, LET ME JUST SUM UP THIS END GAME, WHICH IS THAT OF A UNIVERSAL CENTRALIZED DIGITAL CURRENCY, THIS BY WAY OF BLOCKCHAIN TECHNOLOGY, WHICH IN ITS SIMPLEST TERMS IS A VERIFICATION TECHNOLOGY FOR A CENTRALIZED BANK DIGITAL CURRENCY, CBDC. IT'S ALL pre-planned, YOU KNOW THAT? I hope you know that. It's been in the works for decades. And who were the planners of this? I call them demon-possessed conspirators. I know they go by other names, but that's what they are. Let's unpack that. First of all, they're demon-possessed at best. Demon-possessed. And don't get too hung up on the conspirators' word, because I know that the CIA has done everything and stopped at nothing to get us to just dismiss anything that has conspiracy in it. But what is a conspiracy? It is a coming together and conspiring together. I know this is deeply profound, but a conspiracy is a conspiracy. They're conspiring. They have a conspiracy. What's the conspiracy? To crash the current economy so as to force a universal biodigital economy. And it should be noted that the aforementioned prophecy in Revelation 13 makes it very clear that this universal economy must be in place during the tribulation in order for one to buy and sell it's almost to the point where you think these conspirators demon possessed because Satan knows the Scriptures better than we ever will. It's kind of like, hey guys, you better uh, call another emergency meeting because we got to stay on schedule. Uh, By the time we hit the tribulation, which we're almost there. Are we there yet? Almost. We better have this in place digitally so that we can control who buys or sells. So we better get this digital, bio-digital system in place so we can hit the ground running when the time comes. Well, the time has come. One of the things standing in the way, there's actually the main thing standing in the way is us, the church, until we're taken out of the way. And the restrainer who restrains, again, deeply profound. The restrainer who's restraining, think about, this is restrained? What's it going to be when the restrainer doesn't restrain? It's going to be unrestrained. I don't, I don't want to be here for that. You won't. Don't worry. Because you're going to be caught up, raptured up, harpazo. <laughs> and then... The restrainer is going to be taken out of the way. You're going to be taken out of the world. And they can, I I know this is maybe not very pastoral, but here's how I see it and even say it. You can have all of it, but you're going to have to wait until I'm gone. And then it's all yours. But until then, no, you just got to wait. But after I'm gone, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Again, I know that's not very pastoral, but... So we're standing in the way. The restrainer is certainly in the way. But here's another thing that's in the way, the current economy. Which explains everything, doesn't it? Doesn't it explain that the current economy... Would have to collapse, and even now is on the cusp of collapsing deliberately to bring about the new digital economy universally. This last Tuesday, Newsweek published a report about how China's stock market is now in a free fall saying the country's stock market appears to be in freefall now, with authorities asking institutional investors not to sell stocks in an attempt to stabilize share prices as foreigners are pulling out. This is China. Or, I'm sorry, China. <laughs> sorry, that was, that was free of charge. <laughs> The country's leadership has appeared reluctant to use state-run funds and financial institutions to buy up stocks massively and boost the national economy. This apparent unwillingness to intervene has spooked foreign investors with, listen to this, nine-tenths of money, that's 90%, That had flowed into China's stock market from abroad in 2023, having left by the end of the year, according to FT calculations. Ninety percent! China! Add to this a report the very next day. We're talking all... It's been a great week, by the way. I just want you to know since last Sunday, since I saw you last This was Wednesday, very next day, from Business Today, which is predictively, predictively preparing the world for a universal basic income, UBI, via AI, eliminating between 40 to 60% of the world's workforce by the end of this year in 2024. Happy New Year. This according to the IMF at the WEF in Davos. We've got a lot of acronyms today. Hope you're able to interpret them. International Monetary Fund, which is, don't even get me started, and the World Economic Forum. I mean, it, it doesn't seem more satanic than that. Listen to this quote. According to findings by the IMF, 40% of jobs are vulnerable to AI, with the figure reaching 60% in the USA. Yay. 60%? Unemployment? Because of AI? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're kind of forced now to accept UBI a universal basic income. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You'll go nowhere and you'll be happy. Why? Because we told you so. And really, you don't have any choice, because you don't have any job, because we took that job away from you to force you to take this so we can control you. How am I doing? Okay, that's not very convincing. Suffice it to say, according to Revelation 13, everyone in the world will be faced with the choice between being killed or acquiescing to the prophesied biodigital economic system. And if it's the latter those people will have an allocated digital credit score predicated upon a verification mark with which to buy and sell, exactly as Bible prophecy tells us in Revelation. And that technology is already in place, and it has been. It's not really artificial intelligence, it's satanic intelligence, because no man could have ever come up with blockchain technology. So That's the only technology that has the ability to track every transaction and every person (laughs) in the world simultaneously. And it's already in place. It's just waiting for the green light. Enter Queen Maxima of the Netherlands, pictured here who last Thursday, which was the 18th, great week again, at the World Economic Forum's annual Davos Summit was quoted as saying that, in effect, one ubiquitous, meaning universal, biometric digital ID is necessary. Not only for financial services, but also for determining things like school enrollment for children. And who is and isn't verified as having been, and I'm not going to say it yet. I'll give you a moment. You know what I mean? Then she went as far as saying, and I want you to listen very carefully, that this digital ID, biometric, ubiquitous, one universal ID would also determine who does or does not receive quote government subsidies. You know what government subsidies are? Your monthly government check, it's universal and it's basic. When you see the amount on the check, that's pretty basic and that's your income. THIS BRINGS US TO THE THIRD REASON THAT WE'RE ALMOST THERE ENVIRONMENTALLY. AND IT GOES HAND IN HAND WITH THE SECOND REASON BEING ECONOMICALLY, LET ME EXPLAIN. THIS FORCING OF A SOCIAL CREDIT SCORE WILL BE IN CONCERT WITH THE FORCING OF A CARBON CREDIT SCORE TO BUY AND SELL. BY THE WAY IT'S ALREADY IN PLAY TODAY. when you go, because, you know, here in Hawaii, when we buy things off of Amazon, don't judge us. We have to, because the stores don't have it in stock. No, for real. Am I, am I, am I okay saying that? No, I, I want to buy locally, but I go into the store, and I'm met with shelves that are bare. Literally, not hyperbole. There's nothing on the shelves that's deliberate to get you to go online because, see, I was going to pay cash. you got to ask, do you still accept cash? Actually, some don't. Why? Because they can't track a cash transaction. But a digital one, they can. And so now you only, when you pay, I'm, I'm taking this too far. I'll make it quick, sort of. But now when you pay, you don't have to do anything. You just tap your car. Well, pretty soon it's just going to be, boom, your forehand and forehead. And you're good. You, you want a receipt? No need. It's already been downloaded. <laughs> Not on your computer, on you. Uh, so, but you go to Amazon and you try to order something, and if you can get past delivery, you'll get it by 2025 in Hawaii. You know, you have to wait like three weeks. I'm still waiting on stuff I ordered last year, which was last month. but. Yeah. Shipping to Hawaii. Yeah. We'll get it to you sometime. Lucky you live Hawaii. So if you can get past that, you've got to also make sure, because I'm sure you've seen this, this item cannot be shipped to your location. Oh, really? Why? Because it's not environmentally friendly. It doesn't have the green satanic check mark at the bottom saying, yeah, this is, this is okay. You can, you can, We'll let you have this and buy this. That's just a taste of what's coming. They can suspend your account too. You know how it is in social media. Account suspended. You were a bad, bad boy posting that guy on the windward side of Oahu's Prophecy update, suspended. (laughs) Click of the mouse, boom, you can't do anything because you've been suspended. Now go try to do something digitally. You go to click the mouse or the trackpad or whatever you people do. And what happens? Uh, Insufficient score. What? Well, we have photos and video of you driving your friend's Hummer or Land Rover, and not your other friend's Prius. Or what's Elon Musk's car again? The Tesla. Yeah, if you have a Tesla, God bless you. We love you. But I guess you guys get all the great parking spots because you got to charge that thing in order to get home. (laughs) Don't go on a road trip, which you can on the island anyway. Because you'll, you'll not, I'll get my gas guzzling whatever, and I'll get there about six months before you do, because you're going to have to stop along the way to get charged. I'm just saying, but enjoy that Tesla and that. So y- your carbon credit score, you have a violation, you violated the standards and you're Score has been deducted, and your score is not high enough for you to make a purchase you cannot buy. Huh? Social credit score. You've been a bad, bad, bad boy. You jaywalked. No. Ask China again. They have video surveillance of everyone. And they post it. They, they show it on screens publicly, shaming these people. No, I jaywalked. I'm so sorry. Don't expect to get anything to eat. And they even have it to now where if you try to get a friend to go get you food because your account has been suspended, they, they can do, they have the technology to say, no, we know you're trying to buy it for the bad, bad boy that can't buy it. So you can't buy it either. In fact, we're going to deduct your score now. This is not fiction. This is not fiction. See, this force compliance is the Agenda 2030 Sustainable Development Goals, again, which there are 17 of, under the banner of climate change. Because it's all about the climate. But what makes this so insidiously satanic is that it's the very demon-possessed conspirators that are actually the ones manipulating the weather and changing the climate. Did you know that? They're destroying the earth. Why? Because God created the earth, the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is, and they're destroying God's creation. And Worse yet, the jewel, the prize jewel in Satan destroying God's creation is us because we're created in God's image. Last Sunday, I had the privilege of meeting what we affectionately referred to as our online members who shared with me unsolicited the very same thing on the very same day last Sunday. One was a farmer in Missouri, such a neat family. He told me that they no longer have rain for their crops, which in turn destroys any yield from their crops. Being from a small farm town, wheat farming, he farms wheat as well. We need rain. I said, I know. He said, we would get 10 inches of rain, now we get... Maybe a tenth of an inch of rain. The other member online, who was, I think, right before this brother in Missouri, was from Alaska. And he told me, I did not ask about this. They volunteered this. He said, the spraying of the skies is so bad that Alaska's natural resources are being destroyed. And if a state has natural resources, it's Alaska. It's cold, but it's Alaska. How are they doing this? By, listen, intentionally polluting emissions, cloud seeding, weather modification, electromagnetic radio frequency, and even microwave radiation. Pastor, everybody's saying you've lost it. You've gone over the edge. I'm starting to believe it. Well, not so fast. What if I told you that I just quoted verbatim legislation that was introduced in New Hampshire last week, Great Week, on Wednesday, the 17th. Quote, prohibiting the intentional release of polluting emissions, including cloud seeding, weather modification, excessive electromagnetic radio frequency, and microwave radiation, and making penalties for violation of such prohibition. Close quote. I just quoted you verbatim the legislation from Wednesday in the state of New Hampshire. Listen to this quote from paragraph one of the bill under findings. Quote, the general court finds that many atmospheric activities such as weather modification, stratospheric aerosol injection, SAI, solar radiation modification, SRM, and other forms of geoengineering involving the intentional release of polluting emissions. Get this harm human health and safety. (laughs) Are we all about health? The environment, agriculture, wildlife, aviation, state security, and the economy, go figure, of the state of New Hampshire. I have to confess that I was a little bit late to the geoengineering weather manipulation party, but was fortunate enough to have a dear friend of mine get me up to speed on it and here's some of what he explained to me all of this affects virtually everything in our society it's hard to grow food with out of control weather which is part of the plan as you know that also includes the severe melting of the ice caps which will rise the ocean and inundate many nuclear power plants causing them to melt down the ozone layer is highly compromised at this point and allowing increased radiation to the earth. Here in Hawaii, I used to be able to walk barefoot out to get my mail. I tried it one day on a hot day and the asphalt was so hot I literally had burns on the bottom of my feet. Never happened before. And you know my skin pigment, you know, Mac and I, when we work on our tans, um, we, we don't use, you know, sunscreen because we don't usually, I mean. From where I come from, God made our skin pigment for the desert and the heat and the sun, the hot, blazing sun. So it's been inconsequential for me all of my life until lately. And on the rare occasion many years ago, I went with my wife and kids to the beach, just sat there. And I didn't do anything. And, I, and my wife looks at me and says, when we get home, honey, look at you. I said, what? You're red. I said, I don't get red. I mean, dark brown, you know, shade of just a little, you know. No, you're red. I looked in the mirror. I was red from the sun. That never happened. What's well, happening now? Increased radiation. Temperatures are not able to cool the earth as once before. The government warns of extreme weather conditions, whatever they may be, stronger tornadoes when it rains, heavier rains or no rain, colder temperatures at moments, higher overall temperatures, and in some cases, it's extremely high, well above the averages. I suppose it should come as no surprise that according to the climate.gov's own website, 2023 was a historic year of U.S. quote, billion-dollar weather and climate disasters. They created the crisis, the disaster. As the saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. However, in this case, it's worth billions of dollars. Let that sink in. LAST YEAR SPEAKING OF A PICTURE BEING WORTH A THOUSAND YEARS WORDS (laughs) YEARS THAT'S THE MILLENNIUM THAT'S LATER HERE'S A PHOTO THAT A CHILDHOOD FRIEND OF MINE WHO LIVES IN ARIZONA SENT ME LAST YEAR ON MY BIRTHDAY TO WISH ME A HAPPY BIRTHDAY THAT'S WHAT ARE FRIENDS FOR RIGHT HAPPY BIRTHDAY THIS IS ABOVE MY HOUSE ARIZONA Here are some pictures that were sent to us by online members from all over the world, really the uttermost parts of the earth. I'll go through these quick, but I want you to notice some things here. This is from North Carolina. This is Northern California, Florida, England, New Jersey. How about this one, Canada, Ohio. Belgium. Tic-tac-toe, anyone? Tennessee. And last but certainly not least, this is from an online member in Indiana. Notice a pentagram-looking shape on the left and the letters F and what looks like a U on the right. Come on. Come on. I'm so glad this online member was prudent and didn't send me the whole picture of this guy. The house blocks off what should have been blocked off. This is deliberate. Yep. Come on. This brings us to the fourth and final reason that I truly believe with all my heart that we're almost there. And it has to do with us personally. And by personally, I mean, it has to do with who we are as a person. Or, if you prefer, a human, which I'll expound on for the remainder of our time. But we'll go ahead at this time and end the live stream on YouTube and Facebook. Once again, because we've covered this in prior updates, namely transhumanism, which is what the Great Reset slash Fourth Industrial Revolution is all about, by their own admission, incidentally merging man with machine so you hack the human so they're no longer fully human but transhuman they're machine and human i'll try to be as brief as i can but last week a friend of mine and brother in christ who's the president of the company that does all of our social media sent me this video tucker carlson this was on monday by the way great week Carlson interviewed the Florida Surgeon General who stated that foreign DNA, foreign DNA, can enter your cells through the mRNA COVID facts, I can say it now, and change your DNA and humanity itself forever. Wait, <laughs> didn't you do an update on this. I've done more than one. Genesis 6, Noah was found to be perfectly intact in his genetics. His genes, genetically, he was not corrupted by the Nephilim which is what doomed all of the people prior to the flood. And Jesus said, as in the days of Noah, so too will it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Is that hard? Is that hard to hear? It's the truth. I want to quote Tucker's description on the video. You can just hear Tucker saying this. Sounds nutty it's not. Absolutely that could happen, says Dr. Joseph Ladapo, the Surgeon General of Florida. A shocking conversation. I would encourage you to watch the video. We include the links, of course, to everything. But, I mean, this guy was like, yeah, you know, it's not a problem except this is DNA like we've never seen before. This is other world DNA, and it's altering and it can alter the human DNA. We've never seen this before. I'm like, dude, did you watch my update from back whenever I did that? Did did you read the Bible, Genesis 6, and all the other passages and prophecies that comport with this? Why? I'm getting ahead of myself again. But let me just hasten to say, we're almost done, that the COVID injection, now please hear me out, because I know I'm going to get blasted on this. Wait, I took the vaccine. Am I no longer human? Am I damned? Am I not saved anymore? No. How so? Because currently the injection is not altering DNA. It's damaging DNA. That's why people are dying suddenly. Suddenly. That's why my daughter, Noelle, died. She had a chromosomal anomaly with her genes, her genetics. She had a third copy of the 18 chromosome, and the medical community said she's incompatible with life, and she would die, and she did. She's in the presence of Jesus now. But her DNA was so damaged that she could not live and she died. No flesh can survive that kind of damage. But she was still human. So not now, not yet, but it's coming. And we're almost there. When it will not only damage human dna it will change human dna rendering that human no longer human but transhuman and that's what dooms them and damns them for all eternity as we just read as chilling as it was in revelation 14. that's the why behind the what It's THE REASON THAT THOSE WHO DECIDE TO WORSHIP THE BEAST AND TAKE THE MARK ARE ETERNALLY DAMNED AND DOOMED. IT'S BECAUSE THEY CANNOT BE REDEEMED. THEY'RE NOT HUMAN. JESUS CAME AS A HUMAN, FULLY GOD, FULLY MAN. NOW I KNOW WHAT YOU'RE THINKING BECAUSE I CAN READ YOUR MINDS LIKE SOMETHING'S COMING IN RIGHT NOW. HE'S GOING TO GO OVER TODAY AGAIN. Pastor JD, isn't the vaccine like old news? Oh, that's exactly what they want you to think. Last Tuesday, last week, great week. Also in Davos, Switzerland, it was reported that world leaders would meet at the WEF on Wednesday to discuss concerns about the potential for a future pandemic. Coming soon that could cause, listen to this, 20 times more fatalities than COVID-19. Fear, fear, fear. It's known by the placeholder name of Disease X, with the term used to refer to planning for a hypothetical future international epidemic caused by a pathogen as yet unknown to cause human disease, according to the World Health Organization. Translated, we're scheduling this, I think this year, we're going to go ahead and do this. Wednesday, the next day, they had this discussion titled, Preparing for Disease X, in which the World Health Organization's director general said the following, and I quote, This disease X is attracting a lot of attention, and I hope you have seen it in social media. There's almost a glee, if you watch the video, as I did. You know, there's a a smirk, kind of like we got got a lot of people's attention. It worked. We, We got social media to start posting about it. It worked. You probably saw it. But, listen to this, it's not a new idea. It's not? No. The first time we used the terminology was in 2018. I knew it! The discussions were in 2017, and I was just the new director general. As you know, we annually list the emerging diseases. MERS could be one, Zika, Ebola. Those we know, but then we said there are things that are unknown, that may happen, and anything happening is, listen, a matter of when, not if. Does that sound a little bit like one Fauci and Gates? Right about this time, 2017, 2018. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. I'm going to end the way we began by answering the question of, are we there yet? Please say yes. Yes, not only are we there yet, but (laughs) we're not just almost there, we're truly already there. We're there. And this is why the urgency when it comes to Bible prophecy and the gospel of Jesus Christ has never been as it is today. And please, as I go through the gospel and the explanation of the ABCs of salvation, don't, I I hope and pray it's not rote. Because this is life and death we're talking about here. And how do you know that God isn't going to present you with the profound privilege of having somebody ask you this week, which is going to be a great week, like last week. Someone might ask you about the hope that you have, and you have to be at the ready to give them an answer of that hope that you have, that presupposes they're going to ask you. And so you're at the ready with just a very childlike, simple explanation of salvation. What is the gospel? The gospel is good news. Your debt has been paid. The penalty has been paid. Your penalty has been paid. You're free to go, and whom the Son has set free is free indeed. And see, the good news is that Jesus came and died for you instead of you. He was buried. He rose again on the third day, and don't stop there. HE'S COMING BACK AGAIN SOON AND VERY SOON ONE DAY. GOOD NEWS. THAT'S THE GOSPEL. WHAT ARE THE A-B-C'S? VERY SIMPLE. THE A IS JUST SIMPLY FOR ACKNOWLEDGE OR ADMIT. YEAH, I'VE I've SINNED. I THOUGHT I WAS A GOOD PERSON. (laughs) But I'm a sinner. I've transgressed the law of God, His perfect standard of righteousness. I need the Savior. And here comes the Holy Spirit, like a tutor, like a schoolmaster, takes you by the hand to the Savior. You're looking at the mirror of God's perfect law, and you've broken every single one of them. Even if you broke one out of the ten, you're still guilty of breaking the whole law. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. Every single one of us was born a sinner. That's why we all must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. And the reason why is because of Romans 3.23. All, keyword, have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 now is what I like to refer to as the sentencing phase. In the courtroom of eternity and you're now guilty, you've been found guilty, now you're going to be sentenced. What's the sentence? Death. It's the death sentence for the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. You ready for the good news? I sure am. The good news is the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's the good news. Be very central. Believe. In fact, you could safely say the abcs are simpler than abc it's as simple as b believe. there's nothing you have to do that's works no just believe in your heart put your trust in romans 10 9 says if you believe in your heart that god raised jesus from the dead you will be saved and lastly the c is for call Upon the name of the Lord or confess with your mouth because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if Jesus is in your heart at the center of your life as your Lord and Savior, then what's going to come out is what is the abundance of your heart, Jesus. So Romans 10, 9 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. By the way, this is probably as good of a time as any, and I won't take too long to say this, but it is important nonetheless. WHEN WE CONFESS JESUS CHRIST AS LORD, NOW IT'S FOR SALVATION, BUT THERE IS COMING A DAY VERY SOON WHEN EVERY KNEE WILL BOW AND EVERY TONGUE WILL CONFESS THAT JESUS CHRIST IS LORD, BUT IT WILL NOT BE FOR SALVATION, IT WILL BE FOR ETERNAL DAMNATION. I KNOW THAT'S HEAVY, BUT IT'S THE TRUTH. LASTLY, ROMANS 10:13 SAYS, ALL WHO CALL UPON THE NAME OF of the Lord will be saved. That's pretty simple, yeah? That's childlike simple. And I'm so glad because over 40 years ago, I needed it to be simple. I had killed so many brain cells, (laughs) which explains a lot. And I needed it to be simple. If, If it was complicated, I wouldn't be saved. All I did, I in fact, I prayed myself to sleep. And you know what my prayer was? First of all, I was very high, I'm not proud of this. I was intoxicated. I slurred my prayer God, oh, what the hell. That was, that was my prayer. How theologically deep is that? Could you imagine God saying, Nope, wrong answer. You can do better than that. Oh, our Father which art in heaven. No! I was too out of it. I needed it to be simple. Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. Save me. (laughs) Woke up the next morning. I'm a new creation in Christ. All things have passed away. Yeah. I implore you, if you're here today or watching online, if you've never called upon the name of the Lord, please, please, please. Do not delay the most important decision of your life for eternal life. All right. Today's But God testimony, very interesting one, comes from Pascaline Lafine. Hope I'm pronouncing your name right, who writes, Dear Pastor JD and CCK Church Family, that would be you. I'm following your prophecy updates and teachings since 2012, even when I'm traveling. Since 2010, that's a long time. I don't have a church, as most of them in my area don't preach sound doctrine. I'm Belgian native and live in Switzerland. (laughs) That's one place to be right now. Here is my but God testimony. I have a few since 2020. I like my freedom because Jesus set me free. So during COVID, I continue to travel without having to play darts or be tested. I even bought a tiny trailer which is completely renovated and fully autonomous so I can work remotely from anywhere in Europe several months a year. The first two years I did 26 trips outside Switzerland, most of them to take care of my 86-year-old unvaxxed mum. I love how they say mum. I asked God to make me invisible at the borders because I was honoring the fifth commandment. He did. I have never been controlled. Here's my Bud God testimony. All my trips are well organized, planned, uh, as I'm doing mostly wild camping and combining a home trailer office and exploring the country and region I'm crossing. On December 20th in the evening, I realized I made a mistake. I didn't explore the city I was supposed to. I was so mad at myself, calling myself you stupid blonde with an early Alzheimer." Mm-hmm. I'm reading what she wrote. (laughs) So I had to completely reorganize my bookings agenda and postponed everything 24 hours later. But God used this stupid mistake to save my life. I was supposed to be exactly where the mass shooting happened in Prague on December 21st. The killer did not only attack students, lots of people on the street were injured. It is amazing to realize how God changes our plans to save our lives. I also want you to know that I'm praying for you and Kelly, your ministry, your family, and my my online church. May God bless and protect you all. I'm looking forward to meeting my pastor and church in the air any minute now because we're there not her words maranatha Pascalin. ps sorry for the mistakes but my mother tongue is french i got a kick out of that because she's the only one i know that can honestly say pardon my french (laughs) we can't do that she can one last thing capono go ahead and come on up you can stand up i just want to share this lastly kind of put a bow on the whole thing God doesn't only direct our steps, God also directs our stops. And one of the things I'm I'm learning the hard way, and I have the scars to prove, is that when things, because I'm one of those, and you know who you are, I won't look at anybody, you know, where everything has to be in line, organized, printed out. My wife, for 37 years, bless her heart, has had to deal, I had a up on our honey. I mean, I probably shouldn't have said that, but I mean, I, you know, everything is organized. It has to be. And I think there's a psychological reason for it because everything's so kapakahi in here. So I have to overcompensate it for it out here. So everything has to be organized and because I have to be in control because I'm a control freak and I won't look at anybody. You know who you are. So I'm I'm in control and everything has to be organized and planned and I have to get on my ducks in a row. You know that saying? Whatever that means. So God is like, JD, wow, impressive. I see that you have all your ducks in a row. I guess you don't need me. You don't need to trust me. You've got it all figured out. So he goes like this. My ducks are no longer in a row. <laughs> Whoa, what am I going to do? You're going to have to trust God. Wow. I'm going to have to trust God. God has a reason for whatever he's doing. He's stopping me from something that might be a danger to me. He's not just directing me. He's redirecting me. I had no intention of talking about this. This must be for somebody. Whoever it is for, it's your fault that I did it. So that might be a word for some of you. I mean, everything's crazy in your world right now, right? In fact, I would argue, I had uh, actually my pastor shared this with me. He said, if you're a pastor and your world right now is not off the charts, crazy, insane, like never before. And you're a pastor, you're not teaching God's word. I thought, wow, I must be teaching God's word because everything is crazy right now. And, but God is still in control. I'm going out of my mind because I'm not in control. And God's saying, that's okay, I got this. Yeah, but God, I was planning to be there on the 21st. Yeah, I know. That's why I interrupted your plans. You'll see. You'll see what I'm doing. My delays are not my denials. I delay Isaiah 30:18 says, in order to be gracious unto you. If you only knew what I was doing. I mean, you think I'm doing this to you. No, I'm doing this for you, for you. You'll see. Okay. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for the patience of your people. Thank you for Bible prophecy. Thank you for telling us what's going to happen before it happens. So when it happens and begins to happen we as believers can look up and lift up our heads knowing our redemption draws nigh and those who are not believers when they see what you said would happen before it happens beginning to happen that they would believe put their trust in you lord things are very crazy right now and getting crazier seemingly with each passing day but you lord told us it would be so. So, Maranatha, come quickly, Lord Jesus, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.